Dude, you're like you're like the who's that guy from Police Academy that does all the sounds? <laughs> it's amazing. Something Michael Winslow. You're like Michael Winslow, but for one sound. But you it's like just the one. You do it in such a Winslowian quality. It's amazing that he was cast in a movie to make. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of people that can do things that are impressive in real life, but they'd be pretty much useless in the format of making a movie. But that guy was like, I'm really good at sound effects. Get me in person. Get me the best burper. Get me the best burper now. I need one of those guys who can put his hand, cup it in his armpit and make like, I'm too fat to do that now. I used to be able to do that as a kid and I was like, pretty good at it but now my armpit isn't the right shape anymore because right. there's too much lard i wanted to comment on the shape of your armpits but it never came up naturally until now <laughs> i'm glad that you let it come up naturally because you know how self-conscious i am about yeah, the shape well, since, of my armpits since you brought it up i mean while this while this is yeah. open Hey, since you you was asking <laughs> jeff has anyone ever told you you need to get some work done like specifically in the piddle region <laughs> of all the places that I've been told to do work. That is not one of them. Um, dude, I'm just going to start off. So this, this is, this is our first off season episode yes. in a while. Was it, is our first off season episode ever? Like, did we do any last off season? I don't think we did. Did we take the whole thing off? I feel like we must've done at least a little bit of like transfer gossip and whatnot. But yeah. was it, was it like, international stuff i don't remember there was i thought we had something that we did maybe a transfer bit or two yeah because last summer was that weird should have been well should have not been or should have been the world cup but wasn't but still wasn't because it's a winter world cup yeah it was a weird time last summer it was um but this is our first off season episode so this is gonna be a little different, right? D- yeah. Different pace than than the Premier League season episodes you get, where we have things to react to and say, even though we don't do a great job of it. Although weirdly, like for me, so much I, I follow sports in a very only child way, where so much of it is I just need to have something to think about instead of staring at the abyss. And the transfer season is kind of nice for that because. There's just a constant stream of news. Whereas like in the middle of the Premier League season on like a Tuesday, you know, there'd be some guy trying to post like on Twitter and it's just like random photos of training or something. I'm like, this isn't enough for me. Whereas like now every day, like journalists are lying to me where I have to use my imagination to recreate my entire team. And so like weirdly, like obviously you're missing the great, dessert entertainment of watching a match once a week or maybe even twice a week but the everyday drip of content is actually really nice this time of year well for for many clubs (laughs) (laughs) well i mean but so yeah we're burying the lead there but manchester united seem to not want to buy players so far um and so have you guys just descended into crazy conspiracy theories like are you going to be buying rfk jr or anything like that how do how do you know that we're making we're considering RFK Jr. We're monitoring RFK well, I, Jr. I saw him repping out push-ups. He's that dude is vax free. He's got the heart of a lion. I mean, uh, if you're asking me what's up, I I just uh, I let's we can switch into who you sign in. But like, 
You'd, you'd think Manchester United subreddit would be ablaze with transfer rumors, right? Mm. Um, I'd hit hit refresh. The latest story is Luke Shaw set to start tenth season as a red. <laughs> wow, slow news month. I old. mean, so last night. I mean, fuck. I'm doing this all out of order. All right, there is news. There is news. We'll talk about it in a second. But from a who you sign in perspective. Uh, nibbling on uh, Mason Mount's tippy toes, nibbling yeah. on Onana as a possible replacement for De Gea, whose contract runs out in like five days. This is the gayest possible way you could have explained that your interest in a player. So go back to nibbling on Mason <laughs> nibbling Mount's on toes. His toes. <laughs> Uh, well, because that's that's all we're doing. We're not signing anyone. We're like sort of tickling the idea of entertaining possibly maybe. At some point, signing him, like every other every other club in the top whatever has signed at least one, if not two, players already. Is that true, or does it just feel like it's yeah, true? It's true. This this sounds like you know, like in middle school when you assume everyone else is sexually active, but you. That's what you sound like right now. I think basically it's only Arsenal that are sexually active. <laughs> what an Arsenal thing to say, Jeff. <laughs> only Arsenal. Fuck. Um, <laughs> No, I, I think it's. I mean, Chelsea signed in Kunku like well before True. anything happened. They they've also signed someone else. I can't remember who. And they're offloading players like left and right. Um, City have already signed someone. Liverpool have already signed someone. Spurs have already signed someone. Um, who else? Hmm. Brighton maybe haven't. Uh, they're waiting to sell some people. They're about to, but yeah, like uh, Harry Kane might go to Bayern Munich. Like it's, dude, it's pretty dark days. Like I feel like we'll end up with a goalie because they won't go into the season without one. But like, <laughs> it might be like Onana, Mount, and a striker who's not good enough to be starting striker for Manchester United. That's the window. If and and not wow. all those players will be on the preseason tour, which means that it'll be a weird. Sort of delayed start to the season for Treat them. The first month as the preseason, like you did last season. <laughs> yeah, let's just like just drop kick two or three wins uh, into the garbage. Uh, well, as maybe a way they're to start just season. working on the checkmate of getting to pay twenty million more for all these players, like they did last season. <laughs> Thanks, I feel better. I feel. I feel. Let's <laughs> cheer you up. I feel like this section's uh, maybe better for you to talk about, Jeff, because. There's not much to react to over here in, in Manchester town. The level of stupidity among Arsenal and United fans, I think, is about equal, more or less. This is debatable, but I think it's so. <laughs> I think it's a I think they're two of the dumber fan bases, and which explains why we're a part of them. But I think <laughs> you guys are just doing it in reverse, where like eventually there's gonna be a point where you guys have panic buys that actually kind of look good on paper, and who knows, maybe they'll actually be good signings, but it's gonna happen later in the window. Whereas for us, we have bought players early, seem to be doing good business. I mean, there are two players right now that are so close to being official that I would be shocked if they don't come. I'm speaking, of course, of Kai Havertz um, and Declan Rice. And that one seems to like even just minutes ago be like done deal. Mm -hmm. Um, But everybody's on vacation right now. Plus, I think, I mean, the window hasn't officially even opened yet, right? It doesn't open until next week, I guess. And so... Yeah, but people have been doing deals since last year. 
But like, I I just think everybody's a little slow to uh, do announcements and like make it like totally Facebook official. But ultimately, Arsenal have already done two really nice pieces of business. Two very versatile players. There's some other guys that are in the pipeline. But I feel like there's this really high chance that we sign like the three players we're gonna sign. Maybe more. Maybe a fourth. I'd be kind of surprised if there's like a a four legitimate first team players that we signed this summer and then we're going to be done. And then by the end of July, our fan base will be suicidal because they're like, well, we haven't said, you know what I mean? Cause you, why you, though, if you've got, you, if you've got all that added to a really strong foundation, why be suicidal? That's ridiculous. Tyler, don't use logic on the arsenal fan base. It never works. No, but it, it, it really does happen that way where it's like you forget those signings that you had locked up in June. They, they don't count in July emotionally and everyone's going to be freaking out. And I actually think that it, you know, it should be the opposite because you want to get the deals done quickly. You want to have like, I don't know, players settling in like you want them on rice. preseason. You, you, yeah. you ideally want no players to arrive late, although sometimes deals don't present themselves until the last minute and you True. You jump on it, but don't you sure. who, like who would you want to not be integrated with the plans? I want Declan Rice having an office orientation, sexual harassment training, and to get his key fob to the training center tomorrow. I just want to get some of that HR stuff out of the way for him so that he That's can... funny because he'd I'd probably be replacing a player who didn't get that orientation. Yeah, we've seen what happens. No, um yeah, strangely, I mean that is an interesting thing to talk about. I mean, we've covered to death the actual um, sort of crimes that he may or may not have committed, looking like he probably did. Um, but I think he went from being the most important player to our on, on our team to us selling him like for discount parts to some Italian team very quickly this season. And like, I feel like. There were so many other things going on, like us losing the league that no one wanted to talk about. Like, oh, why is a uh, why is Thomas Party just not starting when healthy now? I mean, I don't, I don't know that I can relitigate that uh, chain of events. But like, spending a hundred million on a central midfielder known for his defensive game sounds like moving on to me. Yeah, although strangely, I kind of felt like I. I was sort of expect. I think we've signed Havertz to play the position that I thought we were going to play Rice in, because I sort of They're, thought of Rice what? as. I sort of, I mean, Rice is versatile, and I kind of thought he was going to be more like the new Shaka rather than the new Partey, and that I still thought that like things were going to run through Partey and then occasionally Jorginho um, at the very back, but it is looking more and more unless there's like a big tactical change up which also happens every year and we never see it coming. We're always looking for like, who is going to directly replace this player? And then we're confused. But if we play like we did last season, um, I'm not sure if I know what Rice's best role in that team is. Like, does he really want to be the guy who's basically an extra defender? Cause he's kind of too good for that offensively. I think he's like Michael Carrick with more of a goal in him, mm. but I still think he's the player you want in front of your back four six yeah i think i think i mean i don't know him really well but like like we're not friends 
but uh, but that's that was my impression of him this whole time because I thought he was a future United player for for the same reason we went and bought Casemiro is because we just haven't had anyone who's been able to do that for nigh on six years, five years, whatever. Um, do you think there's any chance this season Casemiro has a similar arc on the field where the wheels fall off at some point for him? I hope it's not because of alleged sexual assault. Uh, but I don't know, man. He he seemed pretty amazing, except the few times he didn't. So yeah. I really I don't know if I have the ability to doubt him just yet. But yeah, he's gonna be what thirty two. It's very soon. I think he's still thirty one. But yeah, I mean, I I was interested in this because if you did a sort of blind taste test of the comparison stats of all the like elite, you know, holding midfielders. He he might have the best numbers from last season, which I was surprised by because I knew he was doing like a great job. But you you hear nothing, or you know you can't stop hearing about Partey and Rice and Caicedo and Rodri and all these other guys that play that position. And so I kind of figured he would be like coming in, you know, on the edge of like the fourth or fifth best at that position in the league. But you could make a pretty strong case he was the best defensive midfielder in the Premier League last year. Well, I hate to think of where we'd be without him because just him scoring goals alone, he saved our ass <laughs> like more than a handful of times in big moments. Yeah. Like against Chelsea against both Chelsea matches, like the, like he he shows up uh with the exception of when he got uh red card sniped a couple times by the same same douchebag um sorry we're rambling but I, so it, the, the thing i want to ask you jeff yeah i think the rice signing a lot of money uh he will be a player that fans might complain about because if they're if they're looking for like the flashier yeah. things to come from their hundred million pound player it he, like i use carrick as a great example because united fans miss his presence but he really was not a highlight reel player Right. So, so like, I, I wonder if they'll complain about him despite the fact that he'll pr- be exactly what he is supposed to be. Um, yeah, he could. He definitely could be a price tag victim, I think. I mean, it's tough, though, because when you he'll look be great, at players, he won't be bad. When you look at players that have that people have paid that much for, there's kind of not that many that are doing great. You know what I mean? There's a lot more Coutinho's than Mbappe's, you know? And so how how does one become worth 105 million pounds? That's a lot. How does Howie, Harry Maguire go for 80? <laughs> yeah. But you think about it, like I've heard this so many times said by, you know, other more qualified sports journalists, but like if Harry Maguire was a 35 million pound center back, he probably would be in the middle of an okay average career at, at, at this club. Like he would have been basically Lindelof. Yeah. Uh, because who, who would need to criticize that more than is necessary. Whereas everyone piles on same thing with Pogba because we spent all the money to bring him back. And a lot of this is United makes bad decisions, which puts their, puts their players in a position where they need to overperform in order to, right. You know, emerge unscathed. I think he'll be fine. I just think Arsenal fans, to your earlier point, might not all notice how he's contributing. And For com- sure. And complain because of that. Um, the thing I think is weirder is actually Kai Havertz. 
I kind of thought he didn't fit into this into your team based on who you already have. I I do think that like we're at the point now where at least one person is going to be unhappy because apparently and actually I I guess this hasn't gone all the way through and who knows if it will now but like Reese Nelson is supposed to resign. We have Saka, Jesus, um, and Martinelli up Smith, front. And Smith Rowe is Smith another Rowe's one of those floaty players. Exactly. He's coming back, and he's looked good like in England under 21 games this summer. Like He's finally healthy, so he's emerged. Then you had Trossard that we bought last year, and he played a great half season with us. So, so that's I don't like know. eight or nine people for like four or five spots on the field. Right. I mean, and I guess it depends on how you sort of put the pieces out, but, but like really... You could put Havertz and um, Odegaard kind of in the same class of like, because we're basically playing with five attackers. And so, I don't know. You pick a few of those guys and tell them they don't get to play very much. And that's going to be tough. And and it's, and it, I mean, I don't know that either one of them would be happy with being 30 minute subs for the other one. Uh, I don't know. I, I, maybe you play them both next to each other, and then you've just got that central defensive midfielder staying back the whole time. Yeah, I mean, and that is an intriguing option, especially if we had, like, this time last year's Thomas Partey around. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, like, do do you really want to put Declan Rice on an island back there without, you know, without a pivot, without, you know, where he's not sharing any responsibility? It's like, it's all you, kid. Welcome. Um, I think... That'd be a lot of responsibility. So I don't know. I don't know how it fits in, but I also think that a lot of these moves, it's like, it's so easy for us to think in terms of 11s when the reality is like Arsenal have to start thinking in terms of 25. And we kind of didn't this year because we only had 13 good players and it looked like we might win the league if we just ran them into the ground. But I think we have to, I think everybody that they're bringing in is versatile, can play across a few different positions and you can, I don't know. You can imagine them getting a lot of minutes in the Champions League and whatnot. And then, I don't know. I also wouldn't be too, too, too surprised if, you know, we had at least one or two outgoings in that area of the field, if but not you're, now in January. But you're, you speak of versatility, and versatility is a, is a good ability. But vers- a lot of times players are, are, are spoken of, as, oh, they can play there. But are they great there? Rashford, right. Rashford can play on the right. I don't want him to play on the right ever. Mm. So, yeah, like, no. I'm wondering. I just, in my opinion, Kai Havertz is a lot of money to spend on someone that is, I feel like, almost a like-for-like replacement with Odegaard. Oh, yeah. I think he brings some different things to the table. He's big, and he's yeah, one but, of the only forwards we have that are big. But in terms of like squad balance, like when 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 Kai Havertz was moonlighting as what like a false nine turn striker kind of player yeah. for Chelsea, like I remember seeing him score a handful of like classy goals and then not really doing much else. Uh, he he certainly is talented, but like when you get tossed around every year to like a different position, that like it's technically like he's played yeah. three different positions in three consecutive seasons if he is playing in the central midfield for you guys like that's I, you wonder if he starts to maybe if that halts his development he's 24 now right yeah it's definitely getting to be like put up or shut up time just in his career um 
But 60 million pounds for someone that you can say that about. And I, that's I the other crazy thing where I'm like, I, I wouldn't hate this deal at all if, if we bought 40? him at fire sale prices. You know what I mean? Like if, we, if we're saying like, fine, fuck you, Chelsea, and we, we're taking him for 25, 35 off of their hands, then I'm like, I don't know, like figure out what to do with him. Like we sometimes you have to buy a used car because the deal is good enough and you, have, and you find a spot in the garage. But I as we kind of paid, although interestingly, he's another one of those players that you forget how much he was like as a 21 year old or 22 year old, he was sold for 90 million. And so in a way, in a way we are getting a discount on him. And I do think that he's an incredible talent, but yeah, I don't know. It, it feels like we've probably overpaid based on his contribution in the premier league so far. I, I'm wondering if you had other things you could have done with that money. I don't know. Does Arsenal have yeah. limitless money this summer? Because those are two massive purchases. <sighs> yeah. I mean, Two, I mean that's an inter- who would oh no besides Pepe because because Havertz is right nipping at the edge, and I guess it depends on which currency that sixty five is. But he might be if it hadn't been for Rice, he might be our club record signing. I think because I think sixty five no, million no. pounds. That's, well, was was Pepe seventy two million pounds or was it seventy two million euros? I know it was seventy two million something. You're asking the wrong jabroni, jabroni. Word. No, I, but I think if if he was on our club record signing, he might have been. And it's just he gets overshadowed this summer because we're going to break the three-digit barrier. But I wonder if you guys are going to need another goalie. You think so? I think Matt Turner is good enough to be starting somewhere. And hmm. in a, in a, I, I'm wondering if he's going to want to be playing club football more regularly you know, over the next few years leading up to the 2026 World Cup in America, in the United States of America. I think that you are right, but you're he's, a year ahead. I think he's next getting close summer, to 30. Because, but he's also, he's been here for one season. And in that season, it's not like he was so dominant that like we're batting away suitors. I think he started to settle in. I think he needs to like actually play well in his Carabao cup appearances and whatnot this year. And then he can earn himself a flight somewhere. He's become the indisputed number one for the United States. Undisputed, 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 but indisputable. Did we just find out what was wrong with English? There's a hole in this matrix called the English language. You just found it. I'm seeing glitches. There's like a black cat that just walked by my computer. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Mr. Smith, behind you. No. Was that his name? Agent Smith. Mr. Anderson. (laughs) I don't like the smell. I am revolted by it. (laughs) It's kind of not a bad impression to just bust out, right? Yes, but what is it of? Agent Smith. (laughs) It's like it's. Oh, is that how he talks? Yeah. It's been a long time. I feel like I nailed them. I nailed the mannerisms, man. I nailed the like way he says and pronounces certain consonants. Ooh, chills, chills down my own spine. Congratulations. Thanks. All right, Uh, let's switch from Arsenal as a topic to sadness. Mm -hmm. Uh, No, uh, so basically, this section is at home is called Qatar Dar. (laughs) (laughs) So Qatar Dar is. (laughs) <laughs> other than a really funny way to say anything it's just like let's try saying it jeff it's pretty funny it sounds, to say it it. sounds like Qatar-dar. 
Katardar. <laughs> Katardar. I'm your Katardar Binks. <laughs> Me so behind Manchester United? All right, let's let's be careful. That could get clipped Speaking up by our fans. Yeah, you sounded just like Sting. Me so, so jealous <laughs> Inside it's cold and dry Blown and never burn Tatooine That was Simon and Garfunkel <laughs> It wasn't Sting <laughs> What was I thinking of? What was I thinking of? Yeah. The only Englishman, or the Englishman in New York is probably what I was thinking of is that a thing? Oh, that's yeah. a good one. I'm an Englishman in New York. Oh, I'm an alien. Which, again, it's like I got the topic right and in New York right, and then I fucked up the rest of the song title. And I, I felt like on some deep level, you're correct that Paul Simon and Sting have like a similar energy. To them. No, but Englishman in New York, only living boy in New York. You surely must see the sure. thematic... Uh, getting off at the wrong exit. Totally. Fuck, what are we talking about? All right, so... Tardar. So, uh, this just was released by Bloomberg that Qatar is now very confident of winning the bid, ultimately. So, it's not an official Mm. announcement, although I think there there was a shareholders meeting today, which we just found out about, like, all the financial crap about how we owe, like, three-quarters of a billion... Uh, yeah. Yikes. Heavy stuff. Um, (laughs) that's Carson. I don't know. I feel so insecure now. I have to, like, tell you the name of the impression after I do it. Um, but yeah, it sounds like Qatar is likely going to own the club at some point this year. Maybe not in time for this transfer window at all, but, like, there's gonna be a topic on this show every episode. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I mean, when they say confident, like, are you in, like, we're just waiting to see it officially confident? Or are you I mean, confident was, the way Arsenal was, like, five months ago about getting Declan Rice when it was still a long way from Here, uh, I'll read you the article. Qatar group now confident of winning Manchester United race. This is from Bloomberg Sports. Hmm. Um, so, deal for the storied football club has been beset with delays. Yep, duh. Structure of Jim Ratcliffe offer opposed by some shareholders. Uh, and then I can't read the rest of the story without logging in. So let me see if there's if they posted it in the... Here's a quote. Um, Those within the inner circle of the Qatari bid have now begun communicating their confidence of victory and believe it's just a matter of time before an, initial, an official announcement is made according to the people. According to the people. The uh, as the sale unfolds, Manchester United has about there. we have about two hundred and sixty million pounds available for player purchases in the transfer window. Uh, so we have that from like a credit perspective, meaning that the Glazers could max out the credit card if Qatar is going to be owning us by like October, and they would so then, as- assume that credit. Wow! But you'd be a but, cool bill in debt then. Yeah, but they don't. They're, dude, they're they're making that debt. If Qatar wins, they're wiping the debt away on day one. Like they're just paying it all off, wow. um, which would be positive from a a club health perspective. Uh, I still think we would be limited in terms of how much we can spend. We would we need to sell a hundred million pounds worth of players in order to be able to spend two hundred pounds. 
regardless of what they said is available on the credit card, it's like financial fair play will, will right, fuck us if aspect. we if we don't have a hundred million incoming. But we don't Which, have I mean, we don't have yeah, like Chelsea's ability. Sell. But no, but Chelsea's like uh, Hakim Ziyech. Uh, yeah, hundred million pounds to Saudi Arabia. We think that's fair. That is the other one that will kill me. Is like we're going to sell these people off from Arsenal for seventeen mil, five mil. And I'm like, go, will you please go to Saudi and take the 500 mil? God. But that's blood money, too. That's like the same thing as being owned by them, man. So it's like we're, we're all starting to get our, our clubs are all getting their hands dirty. Yeah, we're and exactly I'm exactly the same culpable ability. We're not. We're not, though. We're totally not. But we're all starting to be touched by it is sure. the way to put it. I do think that like. Like when they bought Ronaldo, I kind of thought like, okay, fine, this is like a Beckham to you know MLS thing. Like I didn't have any. I'm a little bit shocked by how many like Premier League quality players are going to be playing in Saudi Arabia next year. And there's a little concern, especially maybe just because almost 100. percent Not that I'm a golf fan. But the way they set up that like parallel universe of golf and like suddenly the PGA Tour, which had just been the thing forever, was like in jeopardy of not being the competition. That's wild to me that it like, I don't know how many more transfer windows would they need before they've like moved the capital of football to Riyadh. So I've been thinking about that. I don't think that's possible. I really don't. Uh, no, no, I, I really don't. Uh, first. I think the golf thing is in a way easier uh, because all you got to do okay. for the golf thing, you're not paying salaries. You're not paying contracts, right? You're paying prize money. I guess. So you just got to dangle the prize money and f- golfers are free to come over and do whatever the fuck they want. Right. I don't think that's how golf works. I, I think cause I, I, I don't think you could compete in both. I think you had to choose between. No, of course, of course. But if the prize money's there, then it's easy. Everyone's a free agent all the time. Yeah, that's true. Whereas, and then also it's to, like to, numbers wise, they would have already been done buying a golf league now because they've bought like 15 good players. Right. And they have, but, they have tons of money concentrated into a few people, but they don't have like infinite money. They really don't. Like fossil wonder, fuels are diminishing as a like their 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 money is not increasing at the moment. They can't. They don't have two hundred billion to spend on making Saudi Arabia League the number one league. Like they could spend two hundred billion by a shit ton of great players, but it would still kind of feel like a puddle of water in a desert. It really would. It's it's inauthentic. Don't they don't have they don't have the crowds to have like a Premier League's worth of insanity. They don't. They think that they're going to become a tourist destination for this, which I think I they buy might not that exist totally as a for. <laughs> I buy that totally for golf. If they if they wanted to dangle a bunch of money for a giant tennis tournament, whether a part of the tour or not, I could see that working. I could see so many sporting events that become tourist destinations the one thing that i think would not work is if you just steal everyone's favorite toy and then put it in come to my house now yeah yeah and it's like well but i don't i don't want to or like but if i do i'm not gonna be that happy about it and i'm not gonna come very often and i'm not gonna spend a lot of money on tours and things on your house (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm not gonna 
I'm not going to stay any longer than I have to. Also, I heard that no one drinks at your house. Also, oh, I just want to say something super fucked up. I just maybe decided this wasn't the podcast to uh, do that your, on anymore. Your heart just grew three sizes, Skylar. No, because I was going to make a, a joke about the bad behaviors of the Saudi government, but it was like pretty dark. I'd rather not. Never mind. Let's keep yeah. going. Um, How much better of podcasters do you think we'd have to be before they consider dismembering us in an embassy somewhere? That's that's kind of was where my instinct comes All from. Right, that no, was my point. I was trying to guess your joke. Yeah, let's not <laughs> let's not do it, man. I mean, there's there's plenty of me. They could they could cut a piece off, and I'd still be alive, probably. Um, <laughs> it's more that's worse than the thing I was gonna say. Fuck Skylar. Um, all right, you want to switch to the next topic? <laughs> Anything. Uh, anything. So we're going to do, because there's no matches this summer, we're going to switch from matches to games, where uh, Jeff and I play some of our famous, really fun, not nu- not number-based games. <laughs> yes. Our very fun and well-organized games. We, we, we had a, a, a spazzy sort of text message exchange this morning where I said, oh my god, Jeff, we got to write questions, and... We both went off and wrote questions. There's, we wrote each other's questions like we wrote each other's vows. We do not know if if they're comparable. One of us might be way more in love with the other one. Uh, oh, so so Pressure. Jeff Jeff might stomp me. There's no way of telling if what the strength of schedule is for these questions. Uh, but Jeff, am I correct in understanding we each have forty points worth of game here? Yes. Am I confident in my ability to count to 40? I'd say as confident as the Qataris are, but not as confident as Arsenal are to sign. Let's like. regularly declare the score. <laughs> cool? Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. How do you want to do this? Uh, do you? I, I think what we had discussed is one big question, one big roster-based question, and then a bunch of other little sniper points. Yes, and I do have a question because after I looked up the roster, I realized that it's never quite as neat and tidy as you remember. There's like basically about 20, like I guess there's 23 guys on the roster at a time, but over the course of the season, you might have 40 guys that get a game here or there. And I was planning on doing it like you get 23 guesses, and if you happen to guess some guy that played once. I I googled the roster of this season, and this is the list that I was given. What source are you using? Are you using like Wikipedia or? Am I using Wikipedia? Or like what? I don't know. Like is it goal.com? Is it transfer? Here's the thing. I don't think you're going to guess a player that just played once or twice that season. So I, I don't, I think I got the main players. That's probably true. I just know that. So I am using Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia and. There's like guys on there where I'm like, oh, well, yeah, okay. He had two right. appearances in the. I used. You're gonna laugh. Oh my uh, god! I didn't look at what the source was. <laughs> Genius.com, like rap genius. <laughs> you, they've annotated it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they they did like a whole like visual layout and everything. Um, I did not know that they had that kind of information. That's insane. You know what though? Like if if I fuck up, Jeff, then you'll get a bonus point. How about that? Yes. I can take 
all the bonus points that I can get. All right. Who who do you want? Like, how about we break it up where we each do the roster game, then we each do sure. the. So, the do question. you want to do you want to guess roster first, or do you want to be the yeah. the host? I want to guess roster. All right. I Jeff is not going to do this, but I'm going to share uh, the my screen if I can. Oh, there's the share screen layout. Present. I've never tried this before. Not at all. All right. Select this window. What the fuck? What um? What year did you choose? I'm not going to tell you that. Not yet. Not yet. Not okay. until I get into this goddamn shit. All right. I'd, it's like allow StreamYard to see your screen, and I'm like, yeah. Like what? Why? <laughs> like. It's not like letting me press allow. Fucking, this is great podcasting. StreamYard. No, not. I think we might have to use our words on this podcast. Oh, Whoa. wow. Holy shit. Shit, shit, hey, look shit, at that, shit, that. shit, shit, shit. That's shit, amazing. The cave if, of infinity. Right. What you can't see if you're just listening, I mean, why aren't you watching live? Uh, I'm sharing screen with StreamYard, the service that we use to podcast, which is showing a- another picture within a picture within a picture within a picture, and I see a Jeff that is the size of one grain of sand at the end of it. All right. In that Jeff is a Jeff that's microscopic. Can you see or no? Can you not see? I can see. You can oh, see my Google Doc? squad, yes. All right, Jeff. So you are going to guess the Invincible Squad, and I even gave you the ability to guess the manager. I think you're going to fuck that one up, uh, yeah. but it's 23 total points. You have a manager. You have three goalies. You have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven defenders. One, two, three, four, five, six midfielders. One, two, three, four, five, six forwards. This is going to humble me because I wasn't watching this team. Like I wish. Oh, it was. I thought that was a fair game. <laughs> Sure. I mean, it's like it's the most famous roster. It'd be like if I gave you class of 92 um, or but... even 99. I wasn't watching the treble team yet. Oh, were you not? No. Uh, um, OK, well, let's get it. Let's get it on. Uh, All right. I'm going to suck. I'm just going to copy and paste this from my own uh, record keeping. If you get it right. Yeah, so who do you think the manager of the Arsenal Invincible squad was, Jeff? I believe his name was Arson Wenger. Show me Arson Wenger. <laughs> Boom. Correct, Jeff. You've got a point there. Even this, the starting goalkeeper, I should know, but I'm like slightly hesitant because uh, is it David Shaman? Oops, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> It wasn't easy because he was the guy. He was earlier. He was like the guy that uh, Wenger first won the league with. But what if he's one of the other goalies? I feel like you should just guess three goalies, and then we'll see how many of them you get when I go to reveal it, right? Because what if he's man? I can't see either. All right, no, I can look all credibility here. I can look on another screen. All right, I'll look on another screen. Yeah. All right. So. Oh wait! Oh, you're highlighting it. What's happening? Oh no! I'm not. You're just seeing it on two screens. (laughs) <laughs> this is this is as good as you come to expect from our little podcast. All right, even better. So, 
how how does this work? It should just be like you should just name players, and if they're on the yeah, list, yeah, they're yeah. on the list. Let's so, skip. There's I can see the goalkeeper I'm gonna stop now sharing. Is not the ponytail, David Shaman. I'm gonna stop sharing. This was a failed. Um, this was a failed experiment. But you've got one point for Arsene Wenger so far. Okay, uh, let's go to defender. Oh wait, no wait. So. Do you know any of those other goalies? I mean, I fucked up. I don't up. think I do. All right. I mean, you know, no, no. Before I, I mean, I'll say like Manone. No, that he, he's too, too old or too young. Um, oh man. Would you have guessed those before I accidentally showed you all of the answers? <laughs> the thing is, I couldn't see it very well, so I didn't like. I would have had to really try to see it, and I didn't cheat. But um, who boy. I'm just gonna have to skip. I'm just gonna have to take the L on the goalkeepers. Um, for for defenders, then so for defenders, defenders. As, Ashley so were, Cole. All right, so ding, that's one. Um, we have on the other side. We have um, bold, Steve Bold. No. What? No. Oh wow, he's another one of the old. Not according players. to Rap Genius, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, shots fired. <laughs> this ill diss track you've cooked up for me. Um, but it's Martin not, Keown. All right. Um. Yeah. So thing that's two. Um. Let's see. Who else? Martin Keown. Tony Adams. Nope. He's also he was also gone by then. Wow, Saul Campbell. Ding! That's three three defenders you've gotten. Um, is it three defenders or is it? Oh yeah, it's three defenders. You've gotten three of the seven. Um, wacky one in there on the right side, wasn't there? If only we had some sort of like fun off-brand Jeopardy music we could play. Why don't you just hum our theme song, but with the feeling of Jeopardy? Fuck you. Um, let's see. I know the is the right the right back's not. Is is Squillace on this team as a defender? He's not. I feel like we're getting near the end of the arbitrary amount of time that I we did not discuss. Yeah. Okay. So we'll move gonna, on to the with, midfield. So you're gonna go, would you want? Do you want? Do you want me to read you with these names? I feel like it'd be more interesting. Yeah. Read me the positions I've missed so far. Some of them are gonna wait. Overmars. Wait. Wait. Hold on, Jeff. Huh. <laughs> hold the phone. Hold the phone. Um. So. Goalkeeper, your options were Jens Lehman. I should have done this. Yes, that's the one that I should have known. Stuart Taylor. Yeah, never heard of him. Rami Shaban. S H A A B A N. Rami Shaban. Invincibles. Um, Then for the defenders, you got, was it Ashley Cole? Yep. Martin Keown? Yep. And Sol Campbell? Yes. You missed Pascal Sagan, which I always thought was one of the most interesting names in the league. Arsenal had a lot of interesting sending names in, yeah. in those early 2000s. Gail Clichy. Oh, I should have had him. He's the, He was the right back. Colo Torre. Oh, and I really should have had him. Some of these I know, but I just like was choking. 
And then a player who just has like a girl's first name, Lauren. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. But like, I don't remember Lauren, so I feel like Lauren might have been the seventh of those seven defenders. I think he like stuck around for a while though. Like you still hear Arsenal fans chat about him. It's not a name I hear, so it makes me makes me feel like uh, maybe maybe the streets will never forget Lauren. <laughs> Perhaps. All right, are you ready? So you got three points from that, so you're on four points total. Uh, are you ready to do six midfielders? Patrick Vieira. Yes. Ding. Ding. Um, Dennis Bergkamp. Although he could, I guess he could be listed as second striker, or is he listed as like me, number do 10? Do you want me to just check and give it to you no matter what, which sure. one it is? Because there's so, a bunch of these in there of like Ray yeah. Parler. Is yeah, he listed yeah, as a right mid right, or right? So, so Vieira you got, Parler you got, Bergkamp is a forward. But again, you said it. Sure. I'll just keep going in the order they're popping into my head. Uh, Thierry Henry would have been oh, now also you're a me, Now you're making me play defense in front of two goals here? Yep, yep. So, yeah. yes, you got Stretching. that right. Um, Perez? Yes. Did you already say him? No, no, you did not. So you've got three midfielders of the six, and you've got two forwards of the six. Okay. Um, oh, two, just two forwards. Interesting. Well, you've only said two. No, I just uh, I thought Perez would have been counted as a forward in parlor as well. No, Perez, um, they're counting him as a as a midfielder. I remember him being a right midfielder. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's kind of like. Yeah, you're right. It's kind of messy how they break it down. Don't worry. About um, it. what else? I'm trying to think, who is like? It's too early for Sesk. Too early for Sesk is going to be the name of my. Uh, Coming of age film that I write. <laughs> Mine's gonna be too early for sex. <laughs> well, that's um, that's the joke. <laughs> <laughs> the joke. Um, <laughs> that's, that's funny to only me. <laughs> Come on, Jeff. This is great podcast. This is great listening. Good listening. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna recognize more of the names, but uh, you'll know I, all of them. Yeah, yeah. But but we have to have mercy on the viewer, the viewer, yeah, we the do. listener. Doot doot doot, as they say on Jeopardy. All right, so let's just go down what you did get. You got Patrick Vieira. Yeah. You got Robert Perez, and you got Ray Parler. Yes. You did not mention. Oh no! Then let's let's keep doing forwards because again, some of these might be misclassified players, right? Sure. So I'm not going to reveal the, those yet. But you got for forwards, you got Henri and Bergkamp. And Bergkamp. So you still have four potential forwards. Anybody else coming to mind that you could, that you want to throw in there? Just name a player from that team. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's the game. Uh. Is Rocky Rowcastle still around in this I team? Do not know who that is. It's not a name that's listed. No. And then Ian Wright was already gone. I love how old these references make you, though. <laughs> huh. um, and so Sir Billy Blathamore was gone by 1937, <laughs> I think. Yes. Roger Moore. <laughs> um, Roger Moore? <laughs> yeah. Played with us in the 30s, I think. No. Um... I don't know. I just give up. I can't. I can't take it anymore. All right, Jeff. The players that you've not yet mentioned. 
Freddie Youngberg. Oh God! Yes, yes, yes. He do. Yeah. Isn't he with the club currently? Currently, yeah. <laughs> Gilberto Silva. Yeah. Uh, Jose Antonio Reyes. Yeah. Sylvain Wiltord, which was my favorite Arsenal player name of all of the cool <laughs> names that I hinted at. Like, what a name. Like, he should That's be funny. like a fantasy video game, like knight, <laughs> like level 37. Um, I'm going to butcher this. In, in, in Wonkwo Kano. I don't, th- I'm never going to say the first name right, but Kano. I've never heard someone even attempt his first name before, but yeah, Kano is discussed. And then uh, Jeremy Aliadiadiadiadiadiadiadiadiadiadiadiadiadiadiadiadiadiadiadiadiadiadiadiadiadiadiadiadiadiadiadiadiadiadiadiadiadiadiadiadiadiadiadiadiadiadiadiadiad
No, I'm I'm control effing it because they oh. they have them in a weird order. It's kind of hard to tell. Like I think they're listing them in the order of how many yellow cards they received or something. <laughs> it's like a really strange sorting. All right, should, can I yell out more names? I'm just yes, I'm trying yes, not yes, to overwhelm yes. you. Uh, Evra, Patrice yep. Evra. Yep. Right back, Raphael. Yep. I'm guessing that also means Fabio was still on the team. I don't think he'd gone to QPR yet. The Silva? Mm, let me see. Oh, no, he... Well, yeah, no, he was on loan at QPR that oh, season. That's, that's fine. So doesn't count. It doesn't close, count. Um, let's see. There's going to be another left. Alexander Butner? Butner? I don't even know her. Um... Yeah. Was Luke Shaw already on the team? I think he might have been. He might have been like 19-year-old Luke Shaw. We just said he's been here a decade. We just said he's he's been here for 10 seasons, so I'm maybe I'm he came Was he an LVG signing? Fuck. Um All right, let's move into the What else? Johnny Evans. Can I just yell out names or is that cheating? Uh you can yell out names. Gary Neville maybe still on the team. He might have retired. Evans in tw- is there. He might have retired in 2010, Neville. Um, let's see. I don't see a Neville jumping out at me, but let me can double check. <laughs> it's, it would be terrifying if one did. Yeah. yeah. Ready? Ready um, to go to midfield or? Yes. Carrick. Skulls. Correct, correct. Wait. Was Skulls still Skulls still playing? Yeah. Giggs was still playing because he was player manager next year. Yep. So we're going to say also Van Persie. Yep. We're going to say Chicharito. Javier yep. Hernandez. Yep. We're going to say Wayne Rooney. Yep. Kagawa? Can I get a country of origin? Uh, yes. Valencia? Antonio Valencia? Uh, I believe so. Nani? Yes. Fuck. And I'm trying to think. Was Park still playing? Hmm. Park Jisung, Jisung Park. See him. Yeah, no. Um. What else can I say? I mean, I'm I'm trying to wrap it up for the same reasons that I hurried you up. All of um, yours are close, though. Like they're like transferred out. You know that summer. Or sure. Uh, I feel like there's got to be one or two more midfielders. Anderson, mm. Cleverly, Tom Cleverly. Correct on Cleverly. Get in, Cleverly. Get in. <laughs> um, and correct on Anderson as well. Shawcross. 
No. Fletcher, maybe? Yes, Darren Fletcher. In the Fletcher. And then maybe like one more striker. We had RVP, we had Rooney, Chicharito. Fuck, I can't think of someone else. Like Makeda. I didn't even spell that. I don't M A C H E D A. M A C H. It's fine. We can be done. I can be done with this. However many points. Got I it. He I got that one. Like six appearances that season. That's pretty good. All right. Got to be at least five points there. You got a few points. You got Sir Alex. You got De Gea. You got Ferdinand. Let's see. I should actually be counting these as I list them off. Sir Alex De Gea. Ferdinand, Vidic, Evra, Raphael, Johnny Evans, uh, bad handwriting, Valentina, Valencia, Valencia, Anderson, Carrick, Scholes, Cleverly, Nani, RVP, Chicharito, Rooney, Fletcher, and Makeda. So you got. I wasn't counting. <laughs> 18. Out of how many? And then, I mean, Wikipedia lists 50. But you oh, got Jesus pretty much Christ. You, you got pretty much all the main ones. Is there hey, like did I miss someone huge like Berbatov or something? Did I fuck something up? You did miss Berbatov. Damn it! Um, <laughs> although, well, kind of. It's like so he's on the roster, but he didn't play. And now that I'm looking at it, zero games. Oh, so he got sold like when the season or was started. He hurt or something? To like yeah, Fulham. Um, yeah, I think that that sounds right. Or maybe he was even on loan with I don't know. Um, so De Gea, Rafael, Evra, Phil Jones, Ferdinand, Johnny Evans, Valencia, Anderson, Berbatov, not there, uh, Wayne Rooney, Giggs, Smalling. I uh, miss Smalling. He oh, was just breaking through. The goalkeeper, Anders Lindegaard. And I also forgot Phil Jones. Oh. Um, you got Vidic, Carrick, Nani, Ashley Young. Did you say him? No, I did not I say so. Ashley Young. Uh, oh, and another homegrown boy that you missed. Forward. Danny Welbeck. I was going to um, say Mason Greenwood. <laughs> uh, Robin Van Persie. You got Scholes, Cleverly, Fletcher, Powell, Shinji Kagawa. Um, I'm not I'm not displeased. I'm not yeah, displeased with my performance. But like pretty good. I missed some players that are just like dough, but I guess that's the nature of the game, right? It happened a while ago, we move on. It's not top of indeed. mind. Indeed. Indeed. All right, okay. cool. Well, so you I feel better about to a commanding lead. I feel better about how good for you I made the rest of the one off questions. <laughs> we'll so see. So it's nine versus what? Uh, nine versus eighteen, just a casual doubling so far. Uh, okay, all right, Jeff. First question for you on the one-off questions, of which you have thirteen questions, but one of the questions is got five potential points. It's worth okay. it's worth a fiver. So the first question, Jeff: Lester won the league in twenty fifteen. Fill out the rest of the top four that season. Uh, second place was Arsenal. Uh-huh. Third place was Tottenham. Fourth place, ooh. Chelsea, Arsenal, Spurs, and City. City. Ah, oh, I was I was this close to guessing City. I, I wasn't sure. I want to give that to you. Am I allowed? <laughs> I mean, that was kind of a three-parter there. 
But know. I figured you Arsenal finishing second. I figured you'd remember it pretty well. <laughs> I remembered that part. <laughs> um. All right. So I'm I'm gonna give you the point if that's if that's quite all right with you. I'll take it. All right. Go ahead. You want to, Can we just go back and forth? We'll go back and okay? forth. Sure. Um, this is a, a difficult question, and it's kind of a vestige of a different way I was planning to do this. But I had a look also on my favorite soccer website, Wikipedia, um, and it they have a convenient list there of the top 50 um, transfers um, in terms of the dollar value. And I would like you to guess how many of those transfers were leaving English clubs um, or Premier League clubs to be exact. Um, and I think if you get it plus or minus three, you should get the points. Oh my God. It's point. so much harder than fill up second and fourth place. <laughs> yeah, not fair. Um, okay. Well, the score is going to balance itself out, isn't it? Um, all right. So, Repeat the question one more time. I think I was in shock and I was dicking around <laughs> Google Docs formatting. So out of the, out of the fifty most valuable transfers, okay, how many were sold from English clubs? Sold from English clubs, not yeah, English not clubs purchased. spending the money. Yes, they were the ones accepting the money, I'm selling of for like big it's like mostly players going to like Munich, Madrid, Barca. PSG. Wait, but are they are they they're not necessarily going from England abroad. So also included in this would be intra Premier League uh, transfers that were just very high dollar value. So that would mean very few are leaving the Premier League. Then a handful. Uh, I mean, some. I mean. And and then, you can't give you can't give it away. I get it. Um, and then also, I mean, you're trying you're you're trying to guess the total number of these. So out of the top fifty, how many were bought from English clubs, basically? I'm gonna just take a stab in the dark. Mm-hmm. Out of fifty, ten. Ding, ding, ding. You got it just within the three window. It was 13, which I think is kind of interestingly low considering, you know, it's supposed to be the world's best league and all that, but it's also the league that is... Because the, the players are already... Player. They're right. already paid so well that you'd have... To, and they have so much money in the league that to extract top talent from the league is gonna... You're gonna be paying a premium, whereas you could just go loot France. Right. Um... I feel good about myself. All right, so I got... I initially, got... I was initially planning on having you try to name as many of the 13 as you could, but then uh, I thought that that was not going to be within the spirit of the game based on how you set it up, so then I had to panic and change my questions. Do you feel differently now? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we each, we each got our first one-off question right. All right, Jeff, your next question. This club has beaten Arsenal the most in the Premier League era. The Premier League era. Since the Premier League. Beaten Arsenal the most. Hmm. I mean, thinking aloud, I think. <laughs> Showing my work. 
Clippers would be in that chat because they, they seem to have our number quite a bit, especially when they're at home. Um, I mean, in the Premier League era, that sort of disqualifies Chelsea and City because there were a few easy years against them. Um, I mean, even Liverpool had some down years, although it's not like we were taking a lot off them at Anfield, but they, you know, they were definitely not the team that they have been recently. I think probably the most likely answer is United. Is it United? It's definitely not United. No? Jeff, the answer would surprise the shit out of me. Everton. Really? They've beaten us more than anyone else in in the Premier League era. Wow. Uh, yeah, I just went and I just like sorted your record against every club and then just clicked sorted by wins. Everton have the most wins against Arsenal. That's wild. Unless I Just in the it, league. Unless Unless I read it upside down and it's like Arsenal have the most wins against Everton because that'd be funny. <laughs> Let me see. I actually, I actually think that Arsenal. might be true. Like now that you say that, I feel like I've heard that stat. I mean, uh, all right, Arsenal. League In which record. case, there's, you there's should a be Wikipedia a... article called Arsenal FC League Record by Opponent. Oh wait, I might have done this wrong. Fuck! Damn it! I did exactly that, dude. So, so Everton, who's the other side of it then? What's Everton, the actual correct Everton answer? Everton has beaten, or sorry, it's a, it's. I clicked on W. No wait. The, so it says W is Everton, but I guess that would be wins for Arsenal. Okay. So who is who's the other side of that equation then? You're right. It's United. Wow. You, okay. You get a point. Then all that laughter was just because I can't read a fucking table. <laughs> This this is this quiz we have failed already, and we are yeah. It's a good. It thing was it's kind of a pop quiz, but it's like if the pop quiz is you go to the teacher and you say, "There's a pop quiz right now," and the teacher has to scramble to write the quiz. <laughs> um. All right. So you, you've got two points from this round. You are at eleven. Eleven total points. Go ahead. Two points. What was my other point? You got United, and you. I gave you the point for the top four. Ah. Uh, yeah. 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 Okay, so <clears throat> coming back to that same list that you now know is 13 <laughs> players um, who so have been of the top 50, um, how many of those were sold from Manchester United? Sold. You could one, try to name them, I guess. To try one to is Ronaldo. Them. That's correct. No one ever paid us money for Pogba. That's the joke. <laughs> um, top, it's the top fifty most expensive transfers of the Premier League era. Well, of all time, which is the same basically, and not not adjusted for inflation and money or anything. Just no, like no. total dollar amount. Yeah. I. Because uh, it's not a question I can answer quickly because I've got to like process like a spreadsheet in my brain. Yeah. So I I I shun this question, but I will try to answer it. I want to say one. Close. And it's Ronaldo. I can't think of what the second one would be because we don't 
sell for a lot since him. Like he's it's mostly been him. Um, Lukaku. Ah, right. Lukaku because, for because he sold 80 for million euros. But we bought him for more than that. So I, I, in my brain, I think uh, ten million lost. We just ate it on him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. And then D- um, Di Maria might even be up there somewhere. I didn't uh, as a sell. Yeah, because we sold them for was it fifty? I think we bought them for seventy and sold them for fifty. I thought it was something like that. Yeah, I do think that he is in. Hmm, that's I fine. Don't see him right now. Anyway. So, all right, I don't get that one then. All right, although I I think I put a lot more effort in these questions on your behalf. <laughs> the Premier League this the Premier League match between these two clubs set the record for single match attendance in the Premier League at eighty three thousand two hundred twenty two. So you need to name two clubs, and Arsenal is one of them. I'm not saying shit. You need to name two clubs. The Premier League attendance record was set by these two clubs. And these ones are the ones that are, like, weird. Wait, is the Premier League Premier League. Record? Premier League. Oh, inter. Because, like, sometimes these are set, like, before they had any laws about how many people could be in stadiums. And it'll be, like, 100,000 in, like, 1926 or something. But Prem- Premier League. Yeah. So, so since 92, right? Since, yeah, ish. Right. Hmm. 80, I mean, I'm just thinking, like, that sounds like a Wembley crowd, maybe? Like, what stadium could that have been in? It's a And it's an actual Premier League game, not some kind of exhibition or some bullshit, right? Correct. Um, I'm going to, you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say uh, Arsenal West Ham at the London Stadium. So close. You talked yourself out of it. Was uh, it Arsenal Tottenham at Wembley Stadium when they were building their stadium? Dang. Yeah, I should have. I should have sounded that out. I can't give you that one, but like it was yeah. agonizing how you just walked right by it. But like, you even had the right rationale. It was at Wembley. Like that's the only place they could hold that kind of number in England. Old Trafford can't. Uh, Good point. Yeah, right I there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for you. Should have got that. I'm dumb. All right, so you still had eleven points. Okay. Do you want a question that isn't having? <laughs> Skyler, to name so the bottom, of... the bottom of the top fifteen. Yeah, yeah. Name your ten least profitable <laughs> transfers. The smallest figures, Skyler. Um, let's see. As long as the game is mostly numbers, I think our fans love it. Yeah, they love that. Um, which two players? were suspended for Manchester United's 1999 Champions League final triumph. Fuck. Keane? Correct. Skulls? Correct. Put it Get on the in, way. mate! Get in! Yeah! <laughs> so how many points I got? You have... That puts you up to an even 20. I have what eleven now. You have eleven, but you're about to have twelve. Oh man! Who are the two clubs tied for the fewest away defeats in a single season with zero away defeats in Premier League history? So I'll say it again: 
This is this is two Premier League clubs tied for fewest away defeats in a season with zero. Okay. Who are one of them has to be Arsenal because of the Invincibles. I guess that would be logic you could employ. And then, I mean, there's been a couple City and Liverpool teams lately that have just been very, very close to perfect, but I feel like... Hmm. Liverpool? Arsenal and Manchester United. Uh... Oh, I see what you did there. What season did you guys have no away defeats? Oh, don't make me look it up again. Uh, oh, I've got it up on the Premier League record website. Um, fewest away defeats of the season. Arsenal did it twice in 0102 and in 0304. Wow. United did it in 2020 slash 2021. Really? So the COVID season. Huh. The COVID season, we lost zero times away. I feel like I remember. I remember a long record where we That's had. That's interesting. Oh yeah, because we had twenty. Know. We set the record for most consecutive, which is twenty nine. I guess I didn't realize that encompassed the whole season. I thought it was split across two. That would have been a good guess, although it's hard to pick a team to guess then. But like that, the there that is the highest away winning percentage of any year in Premier League history is the COVID year because it was empty. Right. All right. But but what's weird to me, though, is that that 29-game unbeaten run goes from February 2020, like, before COVID. Like, we were just starting to get hot Mm. when COVID happened, which is such a pain in the ass. Oh, yeah. Uh, And then it extends through September of 21. But there's not a whole season contained within that range, though. So where is the zero away defeat season... Hmm. In that, because we must have ha- we must have lost in a away game before September or before February twenty twenty, right? Because that's when it starts. Yeah that that is odd. That's very odd. That's what it says. Maybe I, I, I'm confused. If you're listening, call in. Yeah. Why if haven't you called you in yet? Are smarter than us? Please take our show. If you are smarter than us, you might be a redneck. <laughs> take my show. No, really. Take my show. Um, all right, Jeffrey. Uh, is it your turn to ask me a, a question? I believe that it is. In Manchester United's 2008 Champions League final victory over Chelsea on penalties, who was the only Red Devil to miss a spot kick? Uh, I really don't remember, so I'm just going to have to wildly guess. I just remember them all going in. Hmm. Uh, Ronaldo. Correct. Good guess. Yeah! Because I remember he scored in the match, didn't he? Sounds right. It's either he scored or Skull scored. I can't remember. But I think I remember that drama. Um, so am I, am I, I'm 21? You're 21. I'm too old for Matt 21 Gates. 21 Savage. <laughs> all right, Jeff. Getting close to being too old for DiCaprio. Let's <laughs> I am too old for DiCaprio. I'm trying to be too old for Gary Glitter. Come on, hit me, Skyler. Thierry Henry is Arsenal's all-time assist leader with 81 assists. Who is second on that list with 71 assists? 
Ooh. Sesk Fabregas. Jeff Vickin is back in the game with a point. Boom. I was getting close to saying Bird Camp, but Sesk was pretty prolific with the so old na- assist. So now, now you're on 12 points, buddy. All right. All right. Go hit me. Your turn. Which player is affectionately known as the king to Manchester United fans? Can I say a joke answer first? <laughs> yes. I don't have one. Um, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, well, it's, it's Eric Cantona, but I'm like trying to find like the where's the where's the curveball in this one? Where's the list? The top seven cars Eric Cantona <laughs> purchased, sorting by gas mileage. Well, I could I could make it a little bit harder here and say which two Manchester United players are known as the King. There's a second, the King. Yeah, which doesn't like the royal hierarchy doesn't make any sense. They'd have Ma- to fight a civil war. McClare, Dennis Law. Oh, I didn't know he was the King. But it, the way the question is phrased, it says Dennis Law is also acceptable. Is he like a seven? Uh-huh. That's like a seventies name. Well, Dennis Law was, I want to say he was 80s into early okay. 90s, right? Like, he just was bridging the gap towards, like, just the... Just into the Premier League. Yeah, I think. Huh. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong. I could be wrong a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeff. Who has scored the most career goals against Arsenal out of anyone? Which player or which, which team? Which player? Sorry, yeah, which player? Which Which player... Has scored the most career goals against Arsenal. I'm guessing this is Premier League. Career goals against Arsenal. I don't know. I'm just thinking of the guys that like broke our heart the most. Like Drogba seemed to do it a lot, but he did. I mean, how many years was he there? Like Rooney might be a decent choice. Kane. I'm gonna say Kane. Wayne Rooney. Rooney. Wayne Rooney with 15. How how many does? Kane, Kane must be close, right? Less. That was I know that was an exciting response. Kane has less. <laughs> I don't know. I, dude, I had like five different websites up to like find all this information. I don't know where it all is now. <laughs> um you want you want to learn more? Listen to a different podcast. Yeah. Okay. All right, so you're still on 12 points. You are on 22, my friend. All right. Which two players? Oh, wait. Sorry. No, I already did that one. My bad. Um, prior to wearing the numbers, to wearing the number seven, David Beckham wore which number at Manchester United? Shit. 23? Close. 25? He wore 24 and also number 10. At one point, which is a weird, that's a weird switch. Cause usually once you get to number, number 10, well, you could be like an attacking mid with it, but it's just a weird, like once you get to number 10, you just keep it. Cause you're in like that, you're in the money. Right. If you're in those first 11 numbers, you're pretty important. Yeah. Or you're David De Gea. Hmm. <laughs> um, probably we didn't talk about how he's probably going to leave, right? Like that's, it seems like. You don't let someone's contract get down to like the the shot clock. The the thing that I read that I found very interesting is that they gave him a, an extension to sign. He signed it, 
but the United side had never signed their side, so they decided not to. Which because Ten Hag, Ten Hag was like, "Wait, so you're signing him to be our keeper again at a at a huge at like a forty percent pay cut to two hundred k." Yeah, he's on three hundred and he's on three hundred and seventy five k a week or something crazy. Yeah. So if he got the pay cut to two hundred k, I think he's still the best paid goalie in the world. <laughs> That's wild. It is. So, like, maybe we move on. Maybe we pocket yeah. all that money. And and pretty soon we're going to be making Rihanna Onana jokes, uh, I'm sure. What's my name? All right. Jeffrey, am I, yes. I'm asking you a question. Cool. Arsenal's worst ever European defeat. I'm asking you all these questions about all this misery. Uh, I know. I'm like, when you won the Champions League, how fun was it? Because if you, wanna, if, if you want to ask me about uh, about how shit it is to be a United fan, you're going to have to ask me about recent events, and I'm going <laughs> to yeah, know yeah. all that. Yeah, you will. those are burned right into the old memory hole. Asking me about the success is the stuff I probably don't know. <laughs> yeah, I blacked that out. Um, all right, Arsenal's worst ever European defeat came from which opponent by the exact same scoreline three separate times? So you're you're giving me the team name. You don't even need to know the scoreline. Who beat Arsenal baddest in Europe? And by the way, free hint, it happened three times by the same scoreline. Bayern Munich. Okay, you got that one right. Maybe That's recent-ish, right? Those were like 2015 era games. I think it was like always like 4-0, right? It was 5-1 three times. Oh, really? That's what it said. Again. Hmm. If I'm wrong, please. No, I think you're right. And then the the other thing that was really painful about those games is when the away goals rule still mattered, and like we would like come back in the second leg and score like three goals and like or three or four goals sometimes, and it would be like we're like knotted up and still not go through after beating Bayern four nil or whatever it was. It'd be insane. Well, they're a tough team. I wouldn't. They are a tough team. That was they were in God mode then. Now they're now I view them very much in they have the exact same feel to me as the German national team. We're like theoretically scary, but not right still. I mean, I think they're scary. All right, Granted, you, it's like basically the same team, so that's probably why it feels so similar. You now have thirteen points. Yay! Uh, all right. Who scored? The winning goal for Manchester United in their 2-1 Champions League final victory in 1999. Oh, come on, really? All I got is Solskjaer? You got it, my friend. If I got that wrong, wouldn't I have to hand in my podcast card? <laughs> um, I can barely name any of the Invincibles, so apparently there's not much licensing that goes on with But he was, he was just the manager for three years, and all we talked about was him scoring that goal. Like, as <laughs> I didn't a name world. Edu, who is currently building my team, so you're in the clear, my friend. <laughs> That's funny. All right, so what, what do I have, 24? You have 23. 23? Okay. Yes. Um, I'm trying to give myself an extra point there. Mm-hmm. All right, Jeff, according to some guy on Reddit... <laughs> Arsenal Arsenal has employed the most injured player in Premier League history. Which player is the most injured player in Premier League history? My knee-jerk reaction, which I don't think is the answer, was Jack Wheelchair, a.k.a. Jack Wheelchair. <laughs> he's, got, he's got it in the name. But I I think it's actually Abu Dhabi. Point, Jeff. You've, yeah. you've got another point. You're on 14 points, making a comeback. Don't call it a comeback. Don't. Because I already did that. 
Yeah, you're just repeating it, and it's redundant, stupid. Can you? Don't are you that. hearing me? Are you hearing me all right? I am. I, know when I, you, I turn when my you, head away. When you scoot away, you probably have to yell a little bit more, but I can still hear you just fine. Please tell me if I if I cut out because I'm looking at this. I'm looking. At, I guess I can just look at it on this computer. All right. Um. <laughs> let's see. Am I asking you a question or are you asking? No, I just gave you a point. Oh right. So. Or wait. Or wait. Or did you just ask the Ole one? No, I, Abu, Abu Diaby was the last one. Yeah, so you, yeah, yeah. Okay, we're good. Game on. Speaking of great Arsenal names, which player holds the distinction of being Manchester United's longest-serving captain? Joke answer would be Harry Maguire, because he's mm. been the captain even after he's not right. been a player anymore. It's just the one that has felt like the longest-serving captain. It's, I think this is someone from before me watching. I think this is like... It's not keen. He wasn't actually there that long. Um, Charlton? Let's good guess. It was Brian Robson. I was going to... Robson was the other name floating in my head. Fuck. Um, wasn't that who I said for the king? No, you said someone else with like a I Mac said, in their name or something. Did they say McClare? Maybe, yeah. Whatever. Fucking whatever. This game is I'm above this shit, man. Alright. Jeffrey. Uh before Arsenal played in Highbury and Emirates Stadiums, what was their home ground called? Before they played in Highbury. Wow. Um Man, so that's going back when they still played in Woolwich. This is like the hardest question I asked you in this whole game. Yeah, wow. <laughs> That's when they were still south of the River Thames. If you asked me the same question for United, I'd be like, I have no fucking clue. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, this is a wild guess. This might not even be a stadium, but I'm going to say Dial Square. It's called the Manor Ground oh, in, okay, I've in heard Plumstead. That. I Weirdly. thought, it, I figured it's something you might have heard just from like, I have, now that you say that, it rings a bell because the reason that we had to move from there was because a bunch of rogue suffragettes burned it to the ground. That's funny. So women who wanted to vote tried to end Arsenal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I support Should've them. Never I support their rights. Should have <laughs> never trusted them. And we reward them for this? No. All right. Let's do this. Your turn. Which player took... The number seven jersey after Cristiano Ronaldo left. Antonio Valencia? Incorrect. It's Michael Owen. Oh, damn it. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I get it. We but we bought Valencia to replace Ronaldo. Oh, that's that's why I was confused. Because <laughs> sadly, we that did works. we did buy Valencia to replace Ronaldo on the right wing. But uh, yeah. That's such a tough thing to be like that guy. <laughs> Every, but it's like they're talking about giving Garnacho the number seven because there's nothing else to talk about other than what jersey number is every player going to have. Uh, and everyone's prevailing opinion is like he clearly wants it, but it's like kind of a crushing number to be given. Like, look yeah. at every number seven we've had since Ronaldo. Yeah. San- yeah, I mean, Sanchez because even like what the very first time that I saw that story brought up it was brought up in the light of like oh like club backing Garnacho to be the next Ronaldo and it's like 
I don't know. Like, couldn't he just be a pretty good number seven? <laughs> like, you know, to... is is whoever's like a number four, the next Gary Neville? Like, will he be really good at broadcasting? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Really good. You've given Gary Neville the number four. Um, are you, or Gary Neville's replacement? Are you backing his media career? Do is it my turn to ask you, or your yes. turn to ask me? So I am asking your you. Turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ask me. All right, Jeff. Arsenal has no anagram, but it does contain thirty-one <laughs> five-letter words within it. Say three of those words for full points. Lane. Wait, 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 hold on. That's a five-letter word? Four-letter words you're looking for. Nope, I'm looking for five-letter words. Oh. Lanes. <laughs> There's one. Um, oh, man, I gotta <laughs> see it. You, you weren't expecting this. Uh, arsenal. Um... <laughs> you have the word areas word. areas yeah there's two um one more snare you did it jeff other other good answers would have been and i'm not going to read the crazy ones uh arena yeah or earls okay urns yeah Laser, oh. leans, yeah. Learn, hmm. leers, nasal, <laughs> nears, rails, but not spelled like the way you would do in a pornographic film. Uh, <laughs> reels, which sounds made up like for reels. Renal, Real. saran, oh. as in the saran wrap. What? Saint, oh, yeah. Saner, as in all other fans are saner than Arsenal fans. Uh, and then Snarl. Snarl. Oh, that's a nice one. Snarl. But there was a bunch of nonsense ones that I wasn't expecting you to get. But you got you got a point on that. So you're at 15 points, big man. Wow. Coming back. All right. Go ahead. All right. Alex Ferguson famously kicked a boot at which player injuring his eye? David Beckham. Correct. What's funny, because I was a little nervous, because I'm like, but was that the hair dryer that he threw at him? Because he was... <laughs> Do you ever wonder, like... like that's was... assault? <laughs> yeah, like, like was Ferguson that good? <laughs> yeah, he, it was good at, good at the results part of it, and uh, it just, it, it was a different time, lad. Yeah. Players would go out on the piss at night. Out on the piss? Out on, is it out on the lash? Is that what they say? Both. Both. You can say both. Look at I me. think the lash is even more intense. Nice. Where They go out and they drink until things get hurt. <laughs> um, all right, Jeff. No, question 11 of these independent one-offs. What was Arsenal's worst ever EPL finish, and what year did it occur? Worst ever EPL. So not... Oh, no, Premier League, Premier League. Yeah, I, you noticed them. I, I, I showed you mercy by trying to limit most of these to EPL. Worst finish? Meaning well, worst probably, place, worst placement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, before Wenger, there were some clankers in there. 
So maybe we'll just say like 94, 12th place. Jeff, that is a point. Nice. You did it. Both, did I get both parts of that right? You did. Wow. Okay. I, I was really happy when you nailed it. I don't know I if you noticed. Of, yeah, you, you'd look like a proud father. First I'm time like, yeah. <laughs> first time I've ever been proud or fatherly. <laughs> no, first time I've ever seen that. You probably so. So what? What's your point total now? For you have it right. So that would oh, be... I stopped counting. What? Uh, one, two, three, four, five plus nine. Is that four? No. 14. Is it fourteen? Yeah. Okay. Fourteen. All right. Wait, no, that's not right. I wrote point and correct. You might have more than that. Hang on. <laughs> All right. Well, you uh, do the math. I think you have read six, this question. 16? Okay. Because I'm seeing one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, plus nine, 16. You have 16 points. <laughs> Which Brazilian twin brothers played for Manchester United? Rafael and Fabio da Silva. Correct. I'm glad I brought them up earlier to get me ready for that point. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jeff, back to the worst ever EPL finish. <laughs> I want you to go back there. Mm. Uh, who was the manager that year? I think, um, I mean, because they had like through George Graham. And then there was like Bruce Rioch was the sort of caretaker. I'm going to give it to you and shut you up. <laughs> <laughs> Which one was it? Was it George Graham, George Graham was the yeah, manager yeah, yeah. through the year, but I th- yeah, he was replaced by a caretaker when he got sacked. But like he was the manager that year. Gotcha. Um okay, so you have 17 points. And you can and your final question, Jeff, is worth 5 points. Cool. Um Louis van Hall Mistakenly referred to which Manchester United player as Mike in a press conference? Chris Smalling. Man, these these recent ones here all over. Yeah, because dude, remember, like I just read this shit all day. Yeah. Um. Okay. And then I will have one more, and you will have one more, correct? Yeah. So you got five points in this last question here. Uh, you will have a possible six points in your last question. Oh, wow. So. Difficult. Okay, all right, all right, that's fair. But I think I mathematically have already won. <laughs> well, but maybe you get negative points if point. you say stuff that I think is dumb because I'm the judge point. on this side of the table. I forgot about that. Yeah. All right, Jeff, for one point each. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, is it, yeah, for one point each, who has won the last five Arsenal season MVP awards or player of the year awards? Ooh. For each one you get right, you get a point. The last five. The crazy thing is, I'm not even sure if I'm going to get it this year. Because this year it came down to Saka or Odegaard. But... And I think you have to designate the year. So, yeah. So, the 2022-20... Is it, it's by season, though. Yeah. Right? So, 2022-2023 so, so... would be Saka. Or is he it Odegaard? Did, he did not... Yeah, Odegaard won it. For this past season, so did not get the first point, but 21-22, sorry, we have 21-22, 2021, 
1920, and 1819 on the table. Okay. Um, so the year, the year before, before, it was Saka. Correct. Point. You've got 18 points. Okay. The year before that, it was Obama Yang. Incorrect. No? It was also... Bakayo Saka. Saka again. Wow, he really could have had it three years running then, because I I think better argument for him than Odegaard this year. But go on. Was that his rookie season? Must have been. He's a baby. Must have been. So then it was Obama the year before that. Yep. You got that right. And then for the 2018-19 season, who was Player of the Year? That would have been. Was that the season before Obama Yang was even there? Jeez. I don't think it would have been Lacazette. Are you sure you don't think that? <laughs> Was it Lacazette? Jeff, that's right. Wow. That's a man. That's crazy that he was player of the year. I feel like you could really trip up some Arsenal fans. That's not how he's really remembered. Right, right. Because you remember him still being a player post that season. Yeah. Um, all right. So you finish on 20 points, which is pretty valid. I think First that that... First, that first roster game was tough, and I feel like that's that's my wheelhouse. Yeah. All right. Your final question would have actually been much earlier in this, but I felt like I had to break it up. What are the middle six of the top 50 transfers to leave England? <laughs> no. Which, which six players in the top 50 transfers were bought, <laughs> by, Man- were bought by Manchester United? So what are the biggest six spending? You know, you could also logically say, what are the six biggest transfers in Manchester United history? All right. Um, This is so funny that, like, you're like, no, we're not going back to that topic. Back to that topic. (laughs) Um, So we're going to say Pogba. Yes. We're going to say Lukaku. Yes. We're going to say Angel Di Maria. Yes. For 75.6 million euros, you were asking earlier. And then this was, what What are the other three biggest transfers of the last era? Uh, of all time, but it's not it, it de facto of this era because the money has gone crazy. Jaden Sancho. Correct. Anthony. Correct. And then is there one more? Casemiro. Hmm. How much did you guys pay for Casemiro? How was like he not on this list? Six, 60 or 70? Oh, okay. I guess he just missed it. Um, so there's one we more were, I'm we missing were, then. We were looking for Harry Maguire. No, we weren't. <laughs> no one was, but you were for 87 million euros, 80 million pounds. No Mr. one Maguire. is looking. No one's looking for Harry Maguire except Greek authorities. <laughs> uh, well played. You finished with, I believe, another 13, 30? 18, 31, 31. Pretty, pretty good. Passing. Hmm. Yeah, actually, that's a C plus, which compared <laughs> to my E, <laughs> it looks pretty good right now. E On for extra help. We're going to give you extra help, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. E for lean. All right. Did you have fun? We're at an hour and 40 minutes. That was a long-ass game of games. But 
But I wanted to plan our UK vacation out loud uh, because I'm I'm going to visit you, Jeff, in less yeah. than two months. I feel like we have we've done a fair amount of the planning, but yeah, looking I've, forward to it, man. I've started using new itinerary apps to, to plan things and a micro <laughs> plan and schedules inside of schedules. And that's the exciting part. <laughs> that actually does worry me a bit, but yes. <laughs> Well, that we're, also, we're get, all right. So we're gonna go see like five different comedy shows so far. Probably more than that. We're probably gonna ad lib a few too. Yeah, especially in Scotland where we've only got three shows. Yeah, definitely get a couple more going in there. Um, I'm gonna get to see Mr. Jeff Vitkin perform improv. That is true. Lucky you. Is there gonna be some sort of like after party after the show? Like everybody's gotta gotta oh, throw sure. down a few, right? I'm sure, because I mean, we perform like in a pub, so I mean, we're not going to. Do you leave. stay then for other shows? It depends on the night. I forget that night. Sometimes there's like a double header, but like often, if I'm performing, it's probably the later, less desirable time slot, or there might not be anyone following us. But um, yeah, we'll be around. Do I know anybody in your group? Yes, you know Lizzie. All right, no. listen, Pod Fam. Yeah, I don't know if we can dox Lizzie. I mean, she's she's incredibly talented. She's like, you know, she's she's got an agent. So I feel like if you once you have that, then you're. Allowed, I mean, I'm not going to give you her address, but <laughs> she's got an agent. But like, sh- I'm saying, should we like say some of the things that she's in? Is that like weird? Oh, I mean, she's done. She's done a bunch. I first saw her doing Dickens here in London, uh, Christmas Carol. Ooh. She was the ghost of Christmas Present. Um, she has been in a bunch of stuff. She's been in a Bond movie. She has been in a ton of plays. Record scratch Bond movie. <laughs> Sorry, um, I, I knew this. I just wanted the audience to also. Yeah, but get that. Uh, yeah, very talented, Miss Lizzie Binkley, and. Um, let's see who else do you know oh and you met beck hill i'm not sure if she'll be in that show or not but she also um another super talented super hilarious person that i super had a dinner with one time and loved it loved (laughs) every moment of it and i feel like their success is my success because of that chinese food yes that's absolutely how chinese food works it's the transitive power of food jeff yeah yeah his fortune cookies are accurately labeled a so we we know one local podcast recording we'll be doing in london uh in the aftermath of a particularly fiery derby that we'll be attending is that a derby i don't know united play arsenal i thought i had to be local to be a derby. maybe you're right but it's It's like a a rivalry match but who gives a fuck i said it Get your mispronounced British words right, sir. Labor. <laughs> Color. Um, but I just wanted to live on this podcast, call out Jeff and say, please buy those tickets so that we do not end up not getting to go. Buy those tickets. I will give you money. I will Venmo you so hard. What? Oh, buy, oh, buy the tickets to the game. Yes, I should do that. Yeah, I will do that. Purchase was, those bad like, boys. Wait, are you telling people to buy tickets to my show? I want I'm everyone. Let's, all right, Jeff. Jeff, it's enough time out. Let's let's plug your show. Do you know where it will be? When it will be? How it will be? Why it will be? 
What date is it again? It's the twenty. It's the, is it the plug's not going well so far. <laughs> I'll be performing in London at a bunch of. Um... It's on August thirty first, September Eve. Right. At eight p.m. I want to say London time. Um. Yeah, we'll be performing at the Glitch down in South London. Um. Looking forward to seeing you guys all there. Um. Yeah. And make make be... it to the glitch. Support Jeff. Support Lizzie and Beck. Absolute blast. Will it be mayhem? Probably. Probably <laughs> mayhem. We'll see. We'll see how we feel yeah. in the day. <laughs> uh, we got. We got it. We got to go to Dishoom multiple times. Did you know that Dishoom delivers as well? I did not know that. Very good. I did not know that, but part of me thinks, just as someone who's in town oh so infrequently that yeah. going to Dishoom and eating there the experience the ambiance the service the people the the cocktails you get made at the bar while you're standing in line like all of that is kind of a part of the disney world of it it is the disney world of indian food in my opinion mm. but like That's better than romantic. disney better than the quality of a disney but the romanticism yes of because they the give disney you, world they give you booze the there are there are lines you need to wait in because everyone wants to go there. There are little snackies that you, they keep you occupied. They, they 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 it's like a ride where like they keep you moving <laughs> until finally it's time for the excitement and then it happens and it's very quick but it's very amazing and there's nothing like it anywhere else in the world. I'm not saying that this would be my number one use for a time machine, but if I had a time machine, I would love to play that recording for this Kyler Hunt who is standing in line in the rain the last Listen, time oh, no, 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 no. If you want to do this. So, do I believe in waiting for Dishoom in the rain? No, I, I believe in either planning ahead with umbrellas uh, or if it's pouring rain, and I mean like Seattle-level rain, go to a different restaurant, go to Dishoom tomorrow. Yeah, if there are two screaming children who yeah. want to wait in the rain, True. who I know don't listen to this podcast, because uh, Jeff would never allow that. Apparently, uh, enjoy Indian food, really. Yeah, because yeah. then they sit down to the dinner that was. This is the only place that they would ever want to eat, and then they don't eat any of the food that's ordered <laughs> for them. Part of me kind of has a bit of a like a. I mean, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to put uh, anyone on blast. But Ava did not eat anything after demanding, demanding <laughs> that we go there. She's a very silly Billy sometimes. <laughs> but she has the reading level of a much better podcast host than either of us. Yes. All right. All right. Uh, last thing. Or did you have Send something you want to do? Send us off into the sunset with this Sunday League update. In it. In it. So, uh, Nostalgia FC, last not this past weekend, the weekend before started our new season up. We currently are 2-0 and with a plus Wait, four. Wait, how did the last season finish then? Oh, we, we didn't. We lost on the last day because uh, we got beaten by a team we should have beat and didn't make the playoffs because of that. This time around, though, we are 2-0. and uh, We have a plus 14 goal differential. Wow. And we have zero goals conceded. Wow. Do you have any goals? I not only do I have goals, but in the last game, I scored the opening goal by just like straight up attacking all the entire team's midfield and defense by myself, 
getting the wow. ball and getting through four players before toe-fucking it into the upper 90, like, from, like, wow. a like a 25-degree angle. Like, it was, like, and then no one reacted what? On, on the bench, <laughs> which I've had people react when I score shittier goals than that. But, That's like, funny. I don't think anyone saw it because the game just started. Oh, no. Oh, it was no. it was like a little bit frustrating. No video. But, but it happened. <laughs> it sure. really happened. Sure. I've scored Damn. off of my back, man. I can I I can score goals in all sorts of crazy ways. I'm like the Chicharito <laughs> of New Jersey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> some Welbeck's ones. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I've got some I've got some some Danny Welbeck level embarrassing goals and all that matters is that you score. That they are goals, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm doing pretty well. Um, uh, crushing it. I know everyone's buying me for their fantasy teams, which is a nice feeling. Plug them in, captain. Uh, you cap captain me, cause last week I would have gotten you. I don't know more more <laughs> points. <laughs> All right, <laughs> yeah. this has been fun, Jeff. I know it's what is it six a.m. for you now? Uh, yeah, I gotta go make the donuts. All right, Jeff. I love you, and I will talk to you soon. Love you too. Talk to you soon. Need the suckers, need the suckers, a sucker podcast that probably won't last. Need the suckers, need the suckers, Skyler and Jeff don't know how to, Ryan? <laughs>